You're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, which is all about beauty without the BS. If you're interested in how the worlds of beauty and wellness are intertwined, or you're obsessed with daily rituals of skincare and self-care, or you just want to know the latest when it comes to new beauty, this is for you. I'm your host, Sharice Kenyon. This week's episode marks a kind of return to some good old lockdown content. I really wanted to reach out to someone who's tried to keep themselves busy during this time, and I chose London-based makeup artist Rachel Todd. We've been chatting in the DMs for a while now, and I really wanted to have Rachel on just for a relaxed conversation about how lockdown has us feeling as creatives and makeup lovers. In this episode, I wanted to find out what Rachel misses most about not being able to take on her usual makeup bookings, how she's adjusted to being at home a lot more, and how she copes with those not-so-great days. I also wanted to find out how she first got into beauty and how she pivoted to creating beauty content. If you want to know more about what Rachel's up to, follow her at RTMKUP and at Make Up Your Mood. And you can check out the video snippets of our chat over on at Beauty Me Podcast. When you first open your eyes, and we're talking about right now, some people (laughs) like to refer to their life before COVID, and we'll get to that afterwards. But right now, when you wake up, what's the first thing you do? Take me through your morning. The, The worst thing is that I check my phone, and I hate it. That is such a a huge thing that I'm trying to stop but I can't help it I check my phone I don't necessarily go on it but I always check my notifications and then I open my blinds and I dictate what the weather is and that's going to set the mood for the day I think the weather is such a huge part if the sun's shining I know I'm going to have a great day um I'm really into skincare so I'm quite strict with my skincare I have to work really hard to keep my skin clear so I always do my skincare routine in the morning it's not a particularly extravagant routine it's very simple but it works and I love to do a little bit of facial massage in the morning as well well tell me about the products okay. you're using sorry before you so, so um cleanser wise I'm really loving um there's one by CeraVe I think it's called CeraVe CeraVe and it's a cream to foam cleanser, and I love that one. Um, Dr. Owoma, she she got me onto that. I yeah. love her. So yeah. I'm always on her for skincare recommendations. Um, so I love that cleanser, and I love there's a quarterly um, grape water, and I spray that between each step of my mm, skincare. Mm. And I think that's made such a huge difference. Okay. And it just adds an extra layer of hydration. Um, and moisturizer is a CeraVe one as well. I used to spend loads of money on really expensive moisturizers, and then now I've realized I don't really need it. Wow, you know, um, and I always use sunscreen as well, that is a really big thing. And I think what... for the last two or three years, I've been really hot on that. And how did it go? I know you were asking people on your stories, you were thinking of switching from one, is it, um, who makes Santhelios? Is it La Roche-Posay? La Roche-Posay, yeah. yeah. You were going from one to so, another. Yeah, and I made a really bad um, <laughs> error. I changed to a different La Roche-Posay one. So I was using La Roche-Posay to shape a one, which is an SPF 50. I've used it for so long. Mm. I don't even know why I wanted to switch, but you know when you just want to switch. Yeah. I think there's things about it I didn't really like. Mm. 
and um, so I switched to the gel one, or it's a cream, or I don't know, it's the like oily skin. Yeah, and I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Burn your eyes. Hurts my eyes are burning Badly. so much. <laughs> I can't. I I couldn't wear it. So for about three or four days, I wore no sunscreen because I'd ran out of all the other ones. Oh, no. And I just got on your recommendation. Actually, it's the Black Dial sun- yes. sunscreen. And um, I've only used it today and yesterday because it arrived yesterday. Mm. I'm loving it. I feel really glowy today. Isn't it amazing? You can put it on <laughs> and it will give you a glow. It's. I don't even think, I know it's called a moisturizing SPF, yeah. but you can put that on and a little bit of concealer and you're done. Yeah. But I don't know what it's going to be like in the summer months because my my skin tends to be quite shiny and because it's kind of super glowy. However, I did see they've got a matte one coming out. I saw on um, online they've got a matte one coming out for oily skin. Okay, they're, they're on to a winner then if that one comes out for summer because, yeah, you've just got me thinking. I am obsessed with black girl sunscreen. I bought another one at the weekend. I make my husband use it. But, yeah, I always get that real oily. Like, my nose gets so oily. So I'm like, yeah, I think we need the matte one for this summer. Yeah, my forehead is the oil zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't know where it all comes from. (laughs) But also... It's SPF 30, isn't it? And I feel in the summer, even though I want to get a tan, I tend to go up to 50. Yeah, the matte one is SPF 45, though. Okay, I'm sold. I can't believe you knew that. For me, I'm like, I need to do my homework. (laughs) (laughs) But let me know. It's on the American website. Yeah. um, I don't know. I think you can get it shipped in. I'm not sure. Okay, so after skincare, what are you doing? Um, I'm kind of decide at the moment I'm deciding day by day unless I've got some kind of pressing plans I've been doing loads of online events and workshops and like self-development and things like that um, and I've been doing loads of workshops as well myself running them and so um, if I haven't got anything like work-wise on I really it goes day by day I'm really like I just see what the day holds mm-hmm. at the moment I'm spending a lot of time on my own which is kind of good because I do like my own company, but also I'm really, really missing just seeing people, you know? I know we all are. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Not, that's not a me problem. Um, but I think it's just at the moment because the weather's been so bad, it's been so cold and dark, and it's hard to find the motivation to even go outside, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sometimes. I know we were talking um last week and because I can't remember how long I've been following you but I've always loved like you'll you know get people to help you choose what makeup you're going to do or sometimes you'll just go and do it and the other day I just I wanted to be able to give you a hug because you were like I'm gonna do my makeup that's gonna help my mood and I feel like nine times out of ten it does help but that day you were just so honest you were just like no it hasn't helped I'm taking it off you were just over it like how do you how did you how did that day end up going for you like how did you kind of take care of yourself after that you know the thing I you were like yeah remember because at the moment it's such a up and down up and down roller coaster that I feel like I just move on really quickly I'm quite a resilient person and if I've had a bad day then I I try to forget about it you know and move on and do something that actually and brings me joy but sometimes there's just days 
and even like painting my face and putting some music on. I know you love to do it as well. It's just such a lovely experience. But some days you you can't even find joy in anything at all, and you just have to accept that. Mm. And then just think tomorrow is another day, you know. So what do you do? Are you someone that will probably like get back under the duvet? You're going to watch movies? Do you read? Yeah, I'll, I'll um, put, um, podcast. That's me. I like a bit of escapism. So um, I'll listen to true crime podcasts yeah. for a bit of escapism, <laughs> which is so, so wrong to think. But actually, I just find it really interesting because it's, a, it, you know, it's a really interesting story. And I know it's about real people, but it also makes you think and your brain is always thinking. So I think that that takes you to a different place even if it is uh, not always a happy place. Yeah, we were talking about watching Night Stalker, weren't we? Um, We've both got a bit of a thing about serial killer stuff. um, But I think it's true. It's like, because your brain is not going to stop, so you might as well just move it to something else that doesn't involve you personally. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing is being outside. Like, I love being outside. And the sunshine, like when it's not sunny, that really, that really gets to me. But just being outside and just getting some fresh air, animals. I love animals. And so I love going to the duck pond and just looking Mm. at the duck for like half an hour, which sounds mad, but actually it's a really uh, relaxing thing. The pond here is frozen over and they're just walking on the frozen ice. And they like as if nothing's going on, you know, that's resilient. (laughs) got to learn from the dark (laughs) (laughs) so before we talk a bit more about lockdown kind of habits and stuff you mentioned that you've worked in beauty for 15 years or so yeah can you remember what first kind of inspired you to get into beauty I don't know what first inspired me to like get into beauty as a job but I know what first got me into beauty as a thing is MTV like, as soon as we got Sky TV at home and MTV, that opened this magical world of pop stars and rock stars and celebrities and over-the-top music videos and everything. And that really got me. So there's so many defining moments that I can think with makeup. Um, tell me, like tell PLC, me, tell me. PLC in No Scrubs, like their makeup in that video is insane. I love it. And Janet Jackson, her makeup, what's that video? And it's all like futuristic, you know, in the 90s. Not the one with her brother? No. Um, futuristic. And it's got Buster Rhymes. Oh, with all the liquid effects and stuff. I love that so much. I remember thinking, gosh, this is, this is, this is it. This is cool. Wow. So I think music videos made it it's such a huge thing. And when I got a little bit older, um, there was, um, All Saints, the band, and I think that's when I first started doing makeup on myself because I wanted to look like All Saints because they were like these really cool girls that wore combat trousers. They were very like tough and like tomboyish and like masculine, but also super feminine. Like their makeup was mm. immaculate. They did beautiful smoky eyes. And I loved it. So that's when I used to try and copy their makeup at home in the evening. Really? It looked awful. It looked terrible. Really bad. <laughs> was it the clothes as well for you, or was it purely just about the makeup? Yeah, I loved clothes as well. I loved any all sorts sorts of 
aesthetics ever since I ever can remember. I remember when I was really tiny and making like little magazines, like women's magazines. And I would do like a fashion page and a beauty page and and a music page. They were not very cool, but I loved doing it. I was just kind of a creative person. I loved like drawing and all sorts, those sorts of things. So you're definitely set up to go into like a creative industry, it sounds like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. What was your first job then in beauty? I think it was for Benefit Cosmetics. So I don't know what Benefit's like now, but Benefit back in the day was so cool. Like it was um, very retro, all about kind of pinups, and that really appealed mm, to me. Mm. And they have um, iconic products, you know, Benetton and yeah. High Beam. Yeah. And I just thought I'd love to work for them. And I got a job with them. And so that set me up to dealing with people, you know, like seeing so many different people working with makeup and doing the whole retail retail side of things as well, knowing how to hustle, basically, because they used to do a thing called traffic stopping. I don't oh, know God, if you I know. When you just stop someone, right, and try and yeah, bring them to the I counter. To yeah, I go into department stores and, like, hound women in the shoe department and ask them to come down and get their makeup done. Oh, I would wow. absolutely never do that now. It's just such a... No shade benefit, but that's such an awful business practice. It's oh, like I think it was, you are a makeup artist, but unfortunately you haven't been able to work on people's faces for many months now. Are you still able to kind of like indulge yourself? Like have you got some brands that you're loving right now to just play with yourself? Well, I am on a no buy at the moment. So I started this in January. Um I was influenced by um um, someone who's doing um, a no buy for fashion and for sustainability, and I thought, you know what? I've got so much product, I've got so much makeup, and so, so much that I don't ever play with. This is going to really force me to use the products that I've got, and I bought them for a reason because I love them mm-hmm. or they've interested me. But I've never really had time to sit down and really play with them and use them in a different way. So I'm on a no buy at the moment, but I am making a little list of things I want. So what's on your list for when you break <laughs> break the break it? There's a few Janessa Myrick products. I love her. I just think she is so incredible as an artist, a photographer, businesswoman, product developer, everything. And um, I was fortunate to do some online events with her last year. That you know just to watch her mm-hmm. and um she is just incredible to watch like she's so wonderful and you can tell she really cares yeah and I think that really comes out in her products her products are wonderful so I've got a few products already but I really want the balm contour that's what I've got today I know you've got that and it, it looks so good on you and I've seen it all over Instagram and people are just loving it it looks glorious so that is really top of my list um, there's another Vanessa Myrick product that I really want. Is it like an illuminating? Like um... Oh, the illuminating veil. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's like liquid. The one that I've got is like liquid gold. That's the only way yeah, I can describe it. I really it. want that. It looks so good. So, yeah, there are two things that I'm really lusting over. But I've written this list and I'm going to revisit it in, in April. And if I still want the products, which I think I probably will, um, um, 
then I'll I'll treat myself to them. Let's talk about lockdown. Can you remember the last job you did? The last makeup. Um, I had a job um, between lockdowns, so I have been working a little bit here and there. Yeah, so yeah, I did yeah. have a, I did have a um, job. Um, it was for Halloween, so it was the day that was the next. You know, the second lockdown was announced, yeah. and so I did. It, it was such a good um, uh, job. It was like five girls, I think. They were going to a Halloween party, but they all wanted like not typical Halloween makeup. Mm, mm. And it's one of my lovely clients that I've done a few times, and her friends. And um, there was it was um, there was a, a a people limit. I've got to put a disclaimer in there. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like a big huge party. By yeah, way. yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so that was my last job, and that was really fun. So at least I had a fun job before I'm not working again. And what would you say is the thing that you miss the most about it? Is it the talking? Is it the putting, touching, touching somebody? It's touching someone. It's just feeling a connection. I love, because I've been doing my um, workshops online. I've been doing like makeup classes and one-on-ones and group classes. And it is wonderful to connect with people in a way, like a digital way. But it doesn't, it's not the same as touching someone's face. Mm. Because someone can explain something that, like, let's say they've got a skin problem, but unless I see someone's skin and touch it and feel it, I'll never know what they truly need, mm. you know? Mm. So it's kind of more like guesswork. Yeah. So I really miss touching people's faces. I miss t- talking to people and having that sort of creative energy with people, especially if you're on a set, like a photo shoot. Mm you've all got ideas and you make new connections and network and and just you know chat about things that you're all interested in because you're all creative people you know yeah you kind of need that don't you to like just keep your own ideas going to have like that have those people around you yeah but you have done some great events during lockdown was that kind of like how did that come to you were you like one day, you know what, I, I need to do something that keeps me connected to people? Like what inspired you to do? I think you called them the Todd Talks. Yeah, Todd Talk. I can't take the credit for that. There's a lovely girl called Amy at Beauty Set. And uh, Beauty Set is a, a beauty booking app by Sharmadine Reed. It's um, it's the future of beauty. It's incredible. And they've supported me so much. And last year, in the first lockdown, um, they said, you know, what would you think about doing some classes? And I was like, absolutely, you know, I'd love to do that. And so Todd Talks was born, and it's kind of a play on TED Talks. And every week um, people would buy tickets and come and learn some makeup like I do, um, some basic things, something a bit more creative. And it was wonderful. It was so good. I thought that no one would ever turn up and people wouldn't be interested, but actually people want to learn you know and they want to feel part of something and you've also got make up your mood yeah that's my new little venture so I've been thinking about this for a while and thinking about I suppose it's a bit like you and beauty rituals and things like that and delving into people's like lives but I really wanted to know why like why I've had time to think about things and why do we do what we do like why do we put mascara on why do we want our eyelashes to look longer why do we want to cover up our spots you know 
And actually, it's about how you feel, you know? It's, um, it, everything is about how you feel. You can, it's the power of beauty. It can be, people can think it's so frivolous, but actually, it's so powerful. Um, it's not just about how you look, it's, a, it's about the whole process and how you feel as well. And so I wanted to do like a little workshop of um, skincare and a bit of makeup as well and just coming together and just making you um, have a bit more intention in your beauty routine. I like that. I, I, I have done one of those and I think, was it a Sunday morning? It was just really nice to like, the sun was, I remember the sun was really out that day. So everyone was like in front of their laptops and I I loved your approach to it. You were just like, let's, it was kind of like, let's make the most of each part. So the facial massage, the skincare part, and then the makeup. It was almost like the makeup was like the least important part because, yeah. you know, that was like the end result. I never had any time to do these sorts right. of things. Um, before, you know, or what we say in pre-COVID, mm. um, I was so busy. Like my life is completely different to what it is now. It, it's completely different. And so having this time to like slow down and reassess things has made me realise that I love just doing my skin and making it look lovely and glowy, getting the blood pumping. And actually, as long as my skin looks good, that is, I think that's the end goal, really. Oh, for sure. And self-improvement. I've done so many things over the last year that I just, one, would never have any time to do, and two, would feel that it wasn't right for me or I didn't deserve it, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so um, I spent so much time, like, just working on myself, like doing, um, I have coaching with Tiwa, um, Confident and Killing yeah, It. She's great. And I think she just, I met her, a year ago in January at a beauty tech event when we could meet up oh, in you real actually life. met her? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is she that, yeah, so can was, you feel that energy in person then? Absolutely. It was amazing and it was wonderful. That beauty tech event, I really like missed them. It was so wonderful. Like I've met so many amazing, well, they're friends now. And um, just being in a, a room full of women who want to do the best they can in life and they want others to do the same as well. Yeah, that's what I like about Tiwa. I feel like she genuinely, she she's on her own path to like winning. She's going to do it regardless, but she actually wants to bring women with her. Yeah, and she's so authentic as well, you know. So I started doing, um, like she did workshops because all her work went the same as much me. Mm-hmm. And um, she, so she started doing online workshops and I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. And usually I probably wouldn't, not that I don't think I deserve it, but I feel like sometimes like maybe, maybe um, like I'm not a CEO. I'm not, um, I'm not like one of these big high flyers. And sometimes I feel like those sorts of things. I don't know. I can't really describe it. Do you know what no, I mean? No, I'm going to, um, we're going to dig deeper on this because it's, you know, it's the second time you mentioned that word deserve. And I'm like, I look at you and I'm like, why? Why wouldn't you? Like, what, why wouldn't you have done these things if, if COVID hadn't come up? Like, what is it? Why don't you think you have to be like a, a, a big boss or what, what would stop, what would stop you? I'm completely different to what I was a year ago. So this is very, this, 
not that I've always been very, very confident. I'm really good with talking with people, but I've not necessarily felt confident um, with with myself. Yeah, that makes difference sense. Between, yeah, with myself, and I just think sometimes. I always used to kind of doubt myself. I'd have negative thoughts. Like if I wanted to do something, I'd, something in my head would go, mm, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't really be doing that, should you? Or that's probably not going to work. That's going to fail. And like now that I know the potential and now I really know myself worth, I feel so sorry for that old Rachel. Like I just wish that I could just go back and just go, you know, tell tell her all the amazing things about herself that she does know, but she hasn't really unlocked it. So if COVID hadn't happened, you would just carry on? I don't know. I don't know. I was really working hard, though, and I did. But I think some. I think what I was working towards is what other people, what I thought other people think I should be doing. Okay, so is that friends, you know, family, as, or peers in the as industry? As a, as a makeup artist, um, there is an old school way that you have to do one thing or the other. You, you, you might not. It's very different. Like now, we have social media. I was always really worried I wouldn't be taken seriously as a makeup artist. I've heard that if before. If I had a social media presence, yeah. or you know, because actually, I've been on um a job where someone has got where they are from having a social media presence and it doesn't always go necessarily hand in hand with talent. Um, they're amazingly talented on themselves, but not necessarily with clients. Um, and I was so worried what people would think of me. And actually now I realise that who cares if that huge makeup artist that I really look up to um, looks at me and says, "Oh well, that's a bit embarrassing being on social media." Well, I don't want to be. I don't want to like you're not my you're not my <laughs> vibe if you're like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I just can't get over the fact that if you if COVID hadn't happened, perhaps you wouldn't have. Well, you had met Tiwa before COVID COVID started, so maybe I do yeah, think Tiwa would still so. had an effect on you for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. But what would you say are some other things that you've learned about yourself? I'm resilient. Like, you know, I'm still here. We're all still, you know, we're all still going and it might be different. And I think I've learned to just chill out a bit and not be a perfectionist. So I think that was re- that used to really hold me back. If, if I ever put anything out there, if it wasn't perfect, it to me, then I just wouldn't put it out there mm. and I wouldn't learn from that either. I have this conversation frequently because, um, and I don't mean in a harsh way, but I think when people say, oh, I'm a perfectionist, like some people would even say, you know, at job interviews, like when people say, what's your weakness? Oh, I'm a perfectionist. Like it's a, a badge of honor, but no, the, the thing is to work through that. I didn't love that eye, but somebody else might like it. Let me post it, at least put it on my stories. Let me not waste what I created. And then you get to work through those things. And then you get to see, you know, two months later, you probably look at the same thing and be like, you know what? That wasn't as bad as I made out. Yeah, absolutely. Just going through my camera roll and going the last few months and thinking some things I've never, ever put out there. I've filmed like whole Instagram stories and I've never put it out there. 
And then I look back and I think, what is that? looks so cool. Like, what were you thinking? But it's, again, back to your mood. It's how you're feeling. It's like what you feel about yourself. And, you know, there's so many different factors. It's mm. not just about what it looks like. Tell me about when you feel the most you, like, in your element. Hmm. I think I've got two, and they're very, very different. So one is imagine a time when we could go on holiday. And so I've spent, <laughs> if we spent the whole day in the sun, not necessarily sunbathing, but just, like, having a glorious day out in the sunshine. And then when you get home and you're, like, you've got that warmth in your skin, and you've got a lovely tan, your skin is glowing, and you're you're in a different country, you've got a different air, a different environment, different smells. I think that is that is honestly one of my favourite times. Mm-hmm. Like and I feel so so me, you know, like I just feel like that is happiness, pure mm-hmm. happiness. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is when I'm so glammed up, I've had my hair, you know, my hair's done, I've had a blow dry. I've got a full face of gorge makeup on and I'm going somewhere like really um, exciting. I love going to art galleries and exhibitions. I love going out for really bougie lunches or dinners. And so I think like that's another time when I'm like utterly happy, you know. Mm. I know. So we... two very different things, but both very enjoyable. They're both my favourite as well. That when you you're so good at describing things. When you mentioned like the holiday thing, I was literally there. I was like imagining the hotel room, <laughs> the cooling down when you've had the sun in your skin yeah. for hours. And... Oh, I love that. Um, Me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, happen, it'll happen soon, I'm sure. Fingers crossed, hopefully. Um, another one of my regular questions is, what would you like people to know about you that maybe they don't already know? Not very many people know that I've been vegan for like maybe five years now. And I get really shout about that because no, and I love animals. Like I did it for a complete and utter um like ethical reasons, basically. Um I just love I love animals and nature and I think it's just a personal thing. So that's probably why I don't really talk about it. I think it's quite a, a personal thing to me. If people want to ask me questions, I'll talk freely, but I don't necessarily shout about it. Yeah, because I've been following you. I I didn't click that you were vegan, but I also think when you do say that you're something, a lot of people can just come to you for that and just want to talk about that all the time. Or Yeah. So it's kind of good to have some things to you just for you. Absolutely. And I don't always necessarily like... um, um align with like the vegan community either yeah yeah. it can be very hardcore and judgy yeah absolutely yeah and I'm really like I'm not all about animal rights like I really am quite you know like I have a lot of compassion for humans as well and so often I think that with veganism some veganism not everyone don't come at me vegan um they can be so set on what is right for animals that they forget about people as well final question lockdown's gone tomorrow everything is back to well let's say it's the new normal I don't really like that phrase but what's the first thing you're doing wow the first thing I'm doing is I'm gonna have a pedicure like (laughs) the 
a lot of having a pedicure and I really hate doing my own feet. So I think pedicure, number one, I feel like a, a beauty, not necessarily like, um, I'm not really into like my, getting my own nails because I love doing my own mm. nails, you know. Mm. Mm. I, I don't really like someone else doing my nails that much. My feet, absolutely, please go to town on them. And then I also want to go out for a really like gorgeous lunch, like a bit of maybe champagne or a little cocktail or something. To go like, to sketch. And go to sketch. Yes, absolutely. Somewhere really, really luxurious, a bougie. I want, I want it all. And then maybe this is like an ideal day. <laughs> so I've gone out to sketch for lunch and I've gone to Liberty for a little shop around. We'll look around Liberty, you know, in the beauty section. All the smiles. Love it. And the haberdashery, the homeware, shoes, all of it. I love it. Liberty is like my number one. Um, And then maybe if we're really going over the top here, we're (laughs) going to go to the V&A as well. We're going to go to an exhibition. We're going to go to an exhibition at the V&A. And um, and then go out somewhere fabulous for dinner. That's what I would really want to do, all on one day. <laughs> well, I love that though because it wasn't like you were, like get on a plane, you know, the fastest plane out of here. It's like all the things that you know from home. Yeah, love yeah, that. all the things that really bring me joy. Of course, I want to go on holiday, but um, I'm really, I just love just like mooching around London. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. You know. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast and feel free to slide into the DMs. Do please like, subscribe and review. It really helps Beauty Me be seen.